Welcome to Tales of Beautiful Feet, where we recount the stories of ordinary American Christians involved in taking the good news to a spiritually dark world. Listen and be challenged to go beyond what you've ever done before, beyond your comfort zone, so that others can come to know our Savior. We'll hear firsthand from those who've gone about the experiences they've had, the lives they've seen changed, and the way they've been changed themselves. And we'll tell you how you too can meaningfully participate in Jesus' great commission to the church. So grab a Bible and a notepad if you like, while we celebrate the verse that says, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. Thanks for joining me today. Among the moments that stand out most vividly uh, are those that involve young people who may become the next generation of leadership in the church. One such story took place in November of 2014. We were in near jungle conditions where my translator, my church worker, and I were dropped off on the side of a, of a paved road and then traveled by dirt paths winding from one village to another to another, not seeing another paved road until the day's end, about eight hours later. In one of those villages, I had the opportunity to speak to a crowd of over 20 people gathered uh, from the surrounding homes. There were probably, I don't know, three to five homes would be my, my guess uh, in that area. And if you're watching the video uh, instead of the audio podcast, you'll see the crowd, although this photo was taken after I spoke and some of them may have drifted off by that time. They listened receptively. Uh, I recall a few questions being asked of my translator, but they weren't the sort that he felt the need to pass on to me, and they weren't raised in any sort of an antagonistic tone, as sometimes occurs. And so when I had finished uh, sharing the gospel and invited them to trust Jesus, I got the first of three surprises from this encounter. One of the first responses was from a young man. I'm just guessing, but I'd estimate his age at about nine to ten years old. It's hard to say because their their stature is usually so so much lower than uh, than the kids raised here. Uh, who was standing near the front of the crowd? In the video, he's the one in the front with blue shorts and no shirt. Now I'd been watching him, and he was paying rapt attention, so it didn't surprise me when he responded with faith. But it did surprise me that he did so without so much as a backward glance to see if his elders were approving. There was actually one man in the far back who raised his hand sooner than this young man, but he couldn't have seen that. So from his perspective, he was the first one to shoot his hand up that he was ready to uh, to trust Jesus. Uh, and the boldness that he exhibited there really surprised me because in their culture, very often, as, as I've told in other stories, they look to uh, kind of the, the, the leaders of their family or of their community to they, they look at their responses to see how they should respond. And so for him to have that boldness as such a young man to, uh, to, to step forward really did uh, was surprising. My second surprise came when the New Testaments were distributed. He was eager to have one, just clamoring for it. And when I handed him one, he immediately unwrapped it, and he took it to a nearby doorway where I captured this moment. (laughs) 
जोर पार्टी Just within seconds after he had unwrapped it, he was reading it aloud to his young friends. My third surprise uh, wasn't tied to this one young man, but the whole crowd, because the crowd made an unexpected re request. And this hasn't happened in any of the other ministry visits that I've made in my three trips. Without any prompting from us, they wanted to learn some songs they could use in worshiping Jesus. And of course, my in-country partners were eager to teach. You know, as I reflect on this uh, this story and and others like it, I remember the quote. It, it was wisely said, and I forget by whom, that the most important generation in the history of the church is the next one. I, I pray that in the forefront of that next generation of Christians in this nation are this young man and others who share his boldness and enthusiasm, and that that enthusiasm will be untempered by the passing years or the persecution they may face. If you'd like to join with us in taking the gospel to people like these who've never had the chance to hear it before, we do have another trip going this fall. And if that one fills up, and it might, because our response has been quite good this year, we can find another one to get you in on. Um, and uh, I can give you details. I, I was about to start talking about some of the trips that are uh, on the roadmap, but uh, I should probably leave that for email replies. So if you're interested, just reach out to me at the email address that we'll give you at the end of the video and at the end of the recording as well. Also, on April 19th at 7 o'clock in the evening, 7 p.m. U.S. Central Time, I'll be hosting my first attempt at a live feed. That is uh, a meet, an online meeting that we can all join in and uh, we can interact uh, over the phone or by chat. Um, you can ask questions. I'll have some updates, some stories, and time for some uh, questions and answers. Um, I will have to exercise some concerns about security, though. So if I don't already know you, please email me in time for me to go through a simple vetting process with you before the live feed. So for now, uh, thanks for watching and listening. Hope, hope you'll join on the live feed on April 19th. Thank you for listening to this episode of Tales of Beautiful Feet. For more information, for questions or comments about today's programs, or to learn how you can participate in these adventures in global evangelism, please email me at beautifulfeet at protonmail.com. Beautifulfeet at protonmail.com.